Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We may have a winner here. Geez, I could probably even sell this as a feature. Oh, wait, we kind of have sold it. Uh, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063, we could have the text of the month, possibly of the year. It comes to us from Jason from Sangudo, who says at 133 at Edmonton, Bob, if COVID-19 is like the Trudeau's, the second wave is going to be worse than the first. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. If COVID-19 is like the Trudeau's, the second wave will be worse than the first. Well, that is pretty well done. I mean, you've kind of combined it all. You've hit on the pandemic, and you've dealt with politics. Um, you've, you've nailed the perception that the second wave is going to be worse with the pandemic. And let's face it, uh, you know, Pierre, when he was justice minister under Pearson, he was probably ahead of his time a bit. And despite a lot of us who grew up in Alberta during that time, we weren't the biggest Pierre Trudeau fans. Uh, I think we kind of had a respect for the guy that he was pretty sharp. If COVID-19 is like the Trudeau's, the second wave will be worse than the first. That is funny, funny stuff. Out of Red Deer, Alberta. Uh, he grew up in Edmonton. Uh, he has worked on the Rebels broadcast for a number of years. Used to work on the Sportsnet uh, junior broadcast as well. We welcome back to the show, Cam Moon. Hi, Cam. How you doing? Doing very well, Bob. Yep. Uh, you ducked, you, you, you're, we had you, and then we lost you for about a second there. So you're doing pretty good? Yeah, yeah, doing well. We just uh, we just finished 18 here at the uh, Innisfil Golf Club. All right. So, what, what, what do they call you when you have a tough day at the Innisfail Golf Club? Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> it, there's it, no tough days here. This is wonderful. The uh, you'd be an Innisfailer at the Innisfail Golf Club. Yeah. By the way, exactly. Were, were, were you practicing your uh, social distancing there? Oh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't near anybody. <laughs> uh, was it was it a foursome or a twosome or how many? <laughs> It was a foursome. Uh, we had the um, the owner of 
Bo's Bar and Stage, which is a great live rock place in Red Deer. And I love my live rock and roll. I am from Northeast Edmonton. And we had uh, the, the beer rep from Troubled Monk Brewery here in Red Deer as well. So good times. Man, you make you make, you worked in all those sponsor tags right there. They didn't even have to pay for a plug in orders no, now. Right. I gotta tell you, hey, hey, these guys just took me golfing. I gotta take care of them. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff, Cap. Uh, now, uh, as a Northeast Edmonton boy, perhaps your opinion might be a little bit jaundiced. But give me a perception. Uh, when we talk about, the, we know the Oilers have a great fan base. I mean, the team missed the playoffs 12 of the last 13 years. It's been supported every step of the way. Um, but the reach, and I'm just wondering, in that, because we get a lot of textures on a daily basis, Cam, as you know, from Red Deer and from the 403 exchange, um, what would you say the split is between Edmonton and Calgary for folks in Red Deer? Well, and it's funny because we talked about it here on the course. Two of the guys I golfed with are Flames fans, and me and another one were Oiler fans. And we discussed it. And and the only real evidence I have, and we all actually agreed on it, we figured it's about 70-30 Oilers. Uh, my biggest evidence is the the Battle of Alberta Golf Challenge we had a couple summers ago when we had everybody in a big room and we tried to gauge the the fanship from one side to the other. And when the Oilers and Flames have played rookie games here the last two years um, in Red Deer, uh, when you kind of gauge the crowd there, and, and I think that's pretty fair. Like, I would say it's pretty close to 70-30 Oilers. And I would have to say that that has to go all the way back to, to the 80s and the glory years and and people becoming Oiler fans here in central Alberta. And then, of course, their, their kids become Oiler fans, you know, just by osmosis, I suppose. And I, yeah, it's it's definitely leaning Edmonton's way. It's a strong brand for sure. Now, do you see around town, do you see kids in McDavid and Drysaddle jerseys, oh. or are they more likely yeah. to wear? All the time. And and Nugent Hopkins, of course, because he played here. Right. So there's there's that tie-in as well. So, yeah, you, when you see like Rebels game, you most definitely see McDavid jerseys, you see Drysaddle jerseys, and you see a bunch of Nugent Hopkins jerseys because he is – is uh, revered around here for his two seasons with the Rebels. Yeah, we're joined by Cam Moon, longtime play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels, who was kind enough to wrap up his uh, his uh, foursome golf event at the uh, Innisfail course. I can honestly say I haven't wrecked that course yet, but pretty much oh, every other one oh, that I... Oh, Bob, we got to get you down here. <laughs> I haven't taken a day off here in the last three months, bud. <laughs> if I was any good at golf, I'd actually, I don't even respond, respond to the texts that I get from the, uh, mo- terrible. Mo- you're terrible. Like what, what terrible. would you shoot? What would you shoot in 18? I have no idea. I don't keep score. There we go. That's the type of guy I want to golf with. There's nothing that's more frustrating to me than when you go in a fun golf event and you got the guys that are all ultra serious in the golf event. Like it's, oh, yeah, no. You're there to ha- I use five foot wedges today, at least. Okay, there, there. See, we're you're barking up the same tree as I am. Then there we go. You uh, need to get here. So, uh, speaking of Ryan Nugent Hopkins and a Northeast Edmonton guy and an Oilers fan, I know you would be a guy. Uh, he's represented by Rick Vallette. His contract is up at the end of the 2021 season. Um, theoretically, the Oilers at the conclusion 
uh, whenever they decide the the first day of free agency ends up being for uh, this season, the Oilers could, in theory, even begin uh, negotiating an extension with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, Is that a guy you'd like to see play his entire career in Edmonton? Absolutely. He is just hitting a stride right now. Uh, Some of his best hockey as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. I would love to see him sign a long-term deal here before his current deal ends up and uh, have him as a part of the Edmonton Oilers for the duration of his career. He's, And you know because you see him and deal with him and interact with him all the time. For as good hockey player as he is, he's a better person. And those are the type of guys you want to have on your team. Those are the type of guys you can win with. Um, yeah. So I, I, would, I would love to see him. Uh, resign. I, I wouldn't be shocked at all uh, that they they resign him once we get past the end of this season and then into the next one. So yeah, I, I that's I'm praying that that happens. Cam, can you tell with kids right away when you guys get them in junior? Like you're in a little oh. bit, di- you're you know you're in a different position. You're the broadcaster for the team, but you work for the club. You yep. do the communications. You set up the media. Can you can you tell the good kids from the bad kids pretty quick? And and sometimes the kids evolve and change and grow up. Maybe give us a bit of a perspective on that. No, absolutely. No, I can certainly tell the bad kids because I was one of the bad kids. So it's it's quite yeah easy for me to pick those guys out. Um, yeah. The second Ryan came to us, and I mean that this was as a call up as a fifteen year old. You knew that he was mature beyond his years. His character was, was like through the roof. His talent was obvious, but that's only part of the picture. Like there's so much more to him, and and that's and which makes him a great teammate, a great player, and all those things that a lot of people don't get to see. He was uh, he was like off the charts, like one of the best players I'd ever been able to witness at that age, but one of the best people and. In my spot here with the Rebels, I get to see a lot of, and the vast majority are outstanding people. And I love to see guys move on, whether it be pro or go to play university hockey here in Canada. Um, there's there's a lot of real good kids that come through, but Ryan is right at the top of the list. So and it was obvious. Yeah, his his mom and dad did an amazing job of uh, raising that young man because so he's got a ton of character. Well, as you know. Uh his father, Roger, battled cancer on two separate yep. stints when Ryan was younger, and I think that that gave him a real dose of reality in life and yep. an appreciation for the opportunities that he was getting. Uh, speaking of junior, are you concerned a bit for, for the Western? Like, I know we still have some time left, um, but there's got to be fans at the games for the uh, the WHL teams. It's just a byproduct of how there's yeah. there's not a big TV deal sitting there. So are, are, are you guys getting a little concerned? Well, it's certainly, yeah, it's definitely concerning. You know, we do have to have butts and seats to make it work. Um, we have some time on our side. The only thing with the Western League that makes it real tough is you got four provinces and two states that you're dealing with. Yeah. If you're, you know, within just your own province, I don't think – it would be as big of issue. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe the schedule might be a little goofy for next season, uh, given the challenges we have with all the provinces and states. And if that's the case, that's fine for one year. Uh, I am a little concerned. I hope it starts on time. Like, if it doesn't, I wouldn't be shocked. But um, I hope that it does, because uh, a Western Hockey League season, you know, if you're a looking fan or a Rebels fan or whatever, a Kamloops Blazers fan, it doesn't matter. 
it's, it's a lot of fun to follow. It's a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, I know I was disappointed for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, we had James yeah. Hamblin on yesterday from Medicine Hat, and he didn't get a chance. And those were the top two teams, obviously, in the Central Division. And uh, I know Edmonton's going to be good uh, again next season. When Red Deer gets back uh, going, they were pretty young this year, Cam. Do you see some progression taking place with the group? I, oh, I absolutely do. Yeah, the team in the second half showed huge improvements. It was one of the youngest teams the Rebels ever had. And they continue to get better, uh, with the exception of the 320s. Everybody else can come back because they only had three 19-year-olds last year. So we saw a lot of things going in the right direction. So it'll be a, it'll be an improved team. Uh, the two 16-year-olds uh, for sure: uh, Kyle Masters, who's from Edmonton; Jaden Groob, who is from Calgary. Those two guys are real top-notch players. And yeah, I think that uh, you know, moving forward, Red Deer Rebels are, are certainly on the rise. I want to ask you about one more guy, and you know where we're going to go next. That's with Joel Sexsmith. Obviously, uh, you know you know John quite well yeah. uh, from Global. Uh, there's been a, a battle for John over the years dealing with cancer. Uh, Joel had a blood clot, basically lost an entire year. Uh, how did he progress as the season went on this year down in Red Deer? I thought he progressed really well, and and that was tough for him to miss as much time as he did the year before, and then to to hit the ground running. There was definitely a steep learning curve. Uh, as there would be, and and I thought he, he did really well with it. And again, like a lot of the guys on the team in the second half of the season, you saw them, okay, now they're up to speed, and now they can have success at this level. And Joel is a quality young man, funny young man, great interview, as you would expect, and really enjoyed having him. So uh, can't wait to see what uh, his next season will look like whenever we get that going, but uh, he's a he's a good one to have for sure. Hey, uh, go enjoy the 19th hole, okay, Cam? Okay, hey, you're get, you're getting down here, Bob. You need to come here. Uh, in his fail. I, it's I, an serious, above average course. <laughs> serious scores in his fail, too. He used to call the show all the time back in the day. Great stuff. Thanks a lot, Cam. Okay, we'll talk to you. You bet. That's Cam Moon, the longtime play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels out of Northeast Edmonton. And obviously he's got a sense of humor, former goaltender in the Western Hockey League. It is 146 in Edmonton. Uh, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Get back with a, a revisit on this day in Oilers history and get to more of your text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It is 148 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. And now that the retail world is starting to reopen, your friends at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, Wetaskiwin being the place where cards cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford, hard at work. The entire inventory has been repriced. That makes it easier for you to get a new Ford. Get up to 18K off remaining 2019 F-350s. Hurry, there's only a few left. Plus, Mustangs, Escapes, Explorers, and even the Rangers are on sale. Let Uncle Melt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang 
at Brent Ridge Ford. Lend a hand by calling 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Darcy McLeod, uh, a.k.a. Maskai 55 has just... Uh, uh, he used to be a wood guy uh, on Twitter, uh, but he's been pushing the uh, the mass since literally day one. He's retweeted something out out of Finland, uh, saying that Yessa Poljärvi has repeated his stance, never say never, when asked if a return to the Oilers is possible. Uh, this is a translation of a piece that moved in Finland. It says, uh, though that everything is open and he hasn't set any timelines for a decision playing with Carpat also still an option for next season obviously uh Pugliarvi could not return for just to eliminate this right now from the get-go he couldn't come back and play in the playoffs here in the playing round the the, the round of 24 uh for Edmonton he's not an option in the playoffs but Never say never. And there you go. Never say never. It's it's happened before. I mean, Ryan Smith uh, left, was pretty shaken up after leaving, uh, including asking for a couple bumps on what was originally agreed to, and ultimately a deal was facilitated to bring him back to Edmonton after uh, three or four years had passed. Mike Comrie. Who would have thought he would have come back to Edmonton uh, back in the day? And he did for a second stint with the Edmonton Oilers. So, you know, yes, the Poliarby leaves for a year. Marcus Lato is agent. You know, situation in Edmonton was what it was. Well, uh, Dave Tippett, probably going to be a coach of the year finalist. Wouldn't surprise me if he's a coach of the year finalist is my guess. Uh, might be, but put it this way, he's going to be in the top five for votes for Coach Lear. Maybe there is an, a look and an evaluation of what's going on here. Not saying he's going to 100% come back. I'm just saying that it's interesting that he himself has said never say never. So uh, there you have it. To this day in Oilers history, back at the 630 Kids studios, here's Brandon Escott. It's amazing how infectious winning can be, eh? It's interesting how that narrative is starting to, if it's not fully shifting, Bob, it's certainly starting to wait a little bit. Can I just interrupt you for course, a second? Yeah. Did you ever see Bull Durham? <laughs> Do I have to admit that I haven't on air? You've not seen Bull Durham? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nuke Lelouch had one of the greatest lines ever uh, during the Chorus Lab movie. Winning's a lot better than losing. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot there of sense. Tell you what, a lot of winning started on this day back in 1980, and that's because the Oilers took Paul Coffey sixth overall, Yari Curry 69th overall, and Andy Moog 132nd overall in the NHL entry draft, helping to form, of course, one of the most dominant dynasties in sports history. Yeah, uh, it's amazing when you think about what they did in that 79 and 80 draft, right? I mean, the Oilers got hosed out of keeping Bent Gustafson, who they theoretically protected. You were allowed to protect two skaters and uh, two goaltenders, and the Oilers were allowed to protect Wayne Gretzky. That was the big one. Uh, but they they ended up losing Gustafson, the second guy they were supposed to protect. He went to the Washington Capitals, but then they made the 79 draft count. Kevin Lowe. Mark Messier, Glenn Anderson. That's pretty good. 1980 draft. Oh, wait. Paul Coffey, Yari Curry, Andy Moog. 1981 draft. And step up and go get Grand Fear. That's pretty tough to beat that. <laughs> Barry Fraser had a good run there, man. Uh, anyhow, yes, indeed. Uh, 
Again, uh, we'll continue to monitor things moving forward here. You can text us at 780-496-0063. We're getting texts on, uh, I mentioned, I love the text uh, from Jason from Sangudo, who had texted the show to say that uh, COVID-19 is like the Trudeau's. The second wave will be worse than the first. Just the perfect combination of uh, interconnecting uh, COVID-19 with the uh, political uh, climate at this time and also with a a great respect and reference uh, to the immense gravitas that uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau had. Though he had gravitas, it didn't mean that he really cared about Alberta that much or cared about Western Canada, but he he certainly, uh, I think you could say, was a a progressive when it came uh, during his time as a justice minister in this uh, country. 154 in Edmonton coming up today on the 630 Chad Afternoons with Jayla and I. The Alberta government has laid out three scenarios for how students could return to in-person classes during the 2020-2021 school year. The president of the Alberta Teachers Association, Jason Schilling, will join Jayla and I after the 2 o'clock news to talk about what he's hearing from teachers and about what they're most concerned about and what precautions they uh, want to put in place. Well... So a lot of people that lost jobs, a lot of people out there in the private sector that had uh, salaries significantly cut. Teachers are very important, and I hope we can all uh, work it out moving uh, uh, forward. Uh, one more text coming in here on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. says, Bob, I wish cancel culture could get it right already and cancel Justin Trudeau. He's already earned it. Well, I, and that's, hey, this is an Alberta show. Um, again, Ryan Rashog tweeting out that uh, the federal government's got a... Uh, solution uh, that will be announced in the next few days here regarding the quarantine that would allow all three Canadian cities considered for hub city status, Toronto, Edmonton, and Vancouver, to maintain that uh, position for the National Hockey League and for the six Canadian teams to have their training camps in Canada. I'll be intrigued to see what that is. What's coming up tonight on Inside Sports with the mega-talented Reed Wilkins? You will hear uh, one last time here from Kelly Rudy from NHL Hockey on Rogers before he takes some time off, and you'll also hear from Sportsnet's new play-by-play voice that is Chris Cuthbert. All right. Uh, we'll have Chris on the show on Monday. I'll tell you that uh, tomorrow, Cooper Marodi, he's dropped a new tune, which pays homage to Colby Cave. We will also hear from Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Jeannie Beam from uh, the River Cree will make a quick appearance on tomorrow's show as well. Sportsnet color analyst Drew Remenda. And my play-by-play partner, Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network. Up next, global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Followed about a 6.30 chat afternoons with Jayla and I. Have a tremendous Thursday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.